I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Alright, alright, alright. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for being with us this week. Thank you for being a member of the nation. And I say that, by the way, even if this is your first ever episode, if this is, you know, whatever curiosity got piqued that had you be here, I thank you for taking the time out of your life for taking the time out of your day to listen to what we're creating here. Um, as you know, this is a, you know, wildly popular podcast, you know, it rates very, very highly. In a world where, by the way, you know, the typical kind of podcast format is for the host to interview people. And the more interesting people that they get on the show, the more popular the show. We don't do that here. Um, here we take a deep dive into personal growth, personal development from an ontological, phenomenological perspective. And sure, you know, you might be somebody who gets motivated out of listening to this show. Um, you might be somebody who uses this show to get insight. But nonetheless, be left in no doubt, this show is about making significant life changes, right? Um, which doesn't necessarily mean you should do this and you should do that. Um, a lot of the times what we highlight here at The Nation is the places where you might think you know something about yourself. And after one of our conversations, you realize that there's more to learn in particular areas of your life. And in this week's show, I wanted to talk to you about the two battles that a human being will have to fight. Now, I'm a little hesitant to use the word battles, all right, because um, I, I don't like the whole, I don't like the ontology of fight. I don't like the ontology of control either, like controlling yourself. I don't like it, right? The reason I don't like it is because there's no flow to it. There's no expression to it. It's all tightness, right? And 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 resistance. So I'm hesitant to use the word fight, but but I'm going to use the word fight because I think it's a popular word to use, and I think people can relate to it. But but anyway, let me further extrapolate what I'm talking about. As a human being you'll engage with only one of two conflicts in your life. 
Now, I know that sounds very, you know, decisive and that there's no wiggle room, but, but let me explain. The two conflicts that you as a human being will engage with is the conflict with yourself. And if you haven't noticed it yet, you, since as long as you can remember, have been trying to get better at being you. And you've been trying to overcome yourself. And that's a, a large part of what you do in life. You are overcoming you. And that is the big conflict that all human beings are engaged with, whether they're present to or keyed into being in, being in conflict with that or not. There's something about you that you're trying to make better because at some level you're not okay with you. Or certainly the you that you've become. And you've been engaging in that conflict since like very young, okay? The second conflict that a human being will engage with is a societal conflict. That is a conflict that's been presented to you as the one that will solve all your problems. So in Western society, it's it's the game of more or better or different. Right. So, um, you know, for most of the people who listen to this show, you live in some sort of capitalist society. Capitalism is about, you know, a human being striving forward in the pursuit of happiness. But that happiness is presented as more money, better car, better house, better situation, you know, um, a kind of class growth, la, 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 la. Where most people get fucked up is they they believe winning the societal conflict will solve their personal one. So I'm say that again. Most people believe in their heart of hearts that winning the societal conflict has been presented to the to them. And by the way, it's presented in many different guises, right? It's presented as an academic pursuit, as some kind of purpose pursuit. It's always some kind of carrot that's laid out there in front of you and you're going to chase it. But somewhere in your mind, and in the vast majority of people's minds, they believe that when they pursue this kind of societal competition, that their personal conflict will be resolved, that they will be better for having done that, right? Now, anybody who knows a fucking single thing about the general malaise of humanity will realize, as the talking heads once said, how did I get here? you'll realize that the pursuit of the conflict presented by society does not resolve your personal one, does not and will not. And it will not because at some point in that game, 
you'll come to the realization that you are still you. And that's a fucking problem for you. Because somewhere in the back of your mind, somewhere in the depths of your humanity, you're not okay with this version of you. For some of you, you already know this. You've already kind of ex examined this to one degree or another. And others already know this, and you're still going to fucking do it anyway. You're still going to pursue the bigger mortgage, bigger job, better car, bigger bank balance, you know, better qualification, better, because somewhere in there, you hear what I'm saying, but you don't believe it yet. You're like, no, I'm going to fucking do it anyway, Gary, because even though you're saying that Mercedes won't make me feel better, I think it will, though. I think I'm different. I think I think that extra $32,000 a year is going to make the difference. Okay, fine. The good news is it will make a difference for a short period of time. So you you will, you know, accomplish some things in life. You're like, no, that really made a fucking difference. Yeah, for a short period of time, because the human being needs the pursuit. And you're a human being and you need the pursuit. So I say to people, look, and this is why I do what I do, why I present my work the way that I present it, why I write the books that I write, why I do this fucking podcast. I say all of this because I want you to understand that the most important work you will ever do in your life is the work that will leave you in a space of finally being okay with you. And in my view, that's the work that should get the most attention. That's the work that should get the most passion. That's the work that should get the most introspection and the, and the, and the most kind of creativity. And it's like, you know, I'm even, I've even had people, <laughs> the guy, had a guy recently on one of those social media outlets where I talked about, where I talked about um, being responsible ultimately. And this person just went off in a tirade about blame. And, you know, and, and, and in our society, you know, we, as I've talked about this on many episodes, we are addicted to blame. We want to know who's to blame, whose fault was it? And so whenever a conversation for responsibility comes up, people can't hear it. They can't hear what's being said because they're immediately just down that tunnel of who's to blame and whose fault it is. And so they end up in this thing called victim shaming, which, you know, if you can't hear personal responsibility outside of blame, all you'll hear is, no, you're being attacked. Okay, so that's how that always goes. But this was someone who had said, you know, and I've done a lot of awareness training. I'm like, well, holy fucking shit, what are you aware of? Seems like all you're aware of is what other people are doing. And that's why personal growth work is so critical. That's why personal growth work finally explains to you why you're hooked, why you're triggered, a profound understanding of that mechanism that it works the way it works, 
why you're still fucking harping on about what happened when you were 15, why you're still blaming your dad or your mom or your sister or the person who fucking abused you, like you're still on that because there's still something in that for you that you haven't come to terms with and you're not willing to release yourself from yet. And so you're going to fucking grind it out in society and the forlorn hope that somehow this better car, better house, better bank balance, better job, better career, better business, better purpose, better fucking whatever it might be will solve you. And here's the news, folks. It won't. It won't. It won't solve you. I'm not saying don't pursue those things. Those things can be a lot of fun to engage with, but that's all. It's just fun. It's just fucking something to do with your life. It's not a solution. And when I see all these fucking clowns on, and I really mean that, like just fucking clowns on Instagram and Twitter, you know, like fucking flaunting their watch and their car and their home and... I'm just like, what the? I, I know that's a fucking shallow, empty husk of a human being. I know that that is. I know that that's someone at a very profound level who is not okay with who they are. And it's all fucking fake bravado, bluster, fucking cigar chomping bullshit. Bullshit. Men and women, by the way. All right, so in case you're getting your knickers in a fucking twist about what I'm saying, men and women, it's all bullshit. And I know it's bullshit. It's all a presentation. And you'll notice too, by the way, that's one of the reasons why I don't have to tell you how well I'm doing is because I'm all, I don't need you to know that to form any opinion about me. My work talks. And the work that you do on yourself will talk. You'll just you'll just walk into a fucking room and your shit will be so fucking tightly together that people won't need to know about you. They'll just be so enamored by you and so taken by you. And so and you can't even engage with personal development work, by the way, to produce that outcome. That's not the point of it. That's inauthentic. Right? If you're doing personal growth work to, to have a better appeal to other people, you need to st stop using that context. That is not a context for personal growth work. The only context for personal growth work is to grow personally for your experience of you to expand, to get better, to, to, to finally for want of a better phrase, settle down. Settle down from the agitation. And it is like an agitation. I want you to think of it like that. And that's all I see when I'm on social, social media, by the way. Lots and lots of agitated human beings fighting for a point of view, fighting to present you with something. You know, I've said this on previous episodes. When I meet people, I don't get too wrapped up in what they're presenting me with. I'm more interested in why would they want to present me with that 
Like, why, why do you want to? Why do you want to present me with what you've got? Why? To what end? What's the point of that? I'm curious about that. If you're polished or your shit's all together and you're wearing all the right thing, like why? Why that? Why of all the things a human being could engage with another human being with, why that? And invariably, it's always so that something else doesn't get exposed. <laughs> and that's human beings in a nutshell. Which is why the societal pursuit is only ever a game of presentation. You're trying to present me with something to hide something else. It is, by and large, an inauthentic game. It's not authentic. Can it be authentic? Yeah. But by and large, in the vast majority of cases, the fucking vast, 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 vastness, it's not authentic. It's not the real deal. It's a pursuit based in overcoming something that the person who's engaging with it doesn't want you to know about them. And corporations across the fucking planet are managed, directed, led by human beings addicted to the societal pursuit to overcome something personal about themselves. Period. And, and you know, sometimes I'll use myself as an example. You know, like, I like things. You know, I like a nice watch. I, I like a nice car. I like a nice home. I like those things. Those are great. They don't overcome something about myself, though. They're not designed. I mean, go look ahead. Go look at all my videos, all the things I've ever done. I don't, you know, I'm, I think I'm wearing, I'm wearing a fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers t-shirt, most of it, an old one that I bought from Target for 10 bucks, but 20 years ago. It's not even a fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers one. <laughs> That's important for me, to me, to be myself. It's important that I be myself. And I think it's important that you need to be yourself. And I think it's important that you need to understand that the pursuit of those other things can be fun, but they will not handle the work that you need to do on you. You need to do that work. You need to engage with that work. You need to double down with that work. And, and people, you know, it's not infinite. It's not endless, endless, endless. The only thing that's continual is to continue to develop and expand what's possible for oneself. But that core work, like of finally just settling down with how you got to where you are and to relinquish anybody of any blame for where you now are. And I really mean that. Anybody of any blame whatsoever as to why you are where you are. When you get to that little space, that little kind of mental 
space, the mental little, little mental room that someone may end up in, you will know personal power. You will know the power to change anything in your life. And you'll have a resoluteness and you'll have a sense of fucking gravitas that is a force of nature because you know that when you say it, it's happening. It's just when and how. And that's the game this week, folks. Unravel. Unravel that fucking constant pursuit of trying to prove, prove or overcome yourself through this fucking societal game. Get into the game of you. Get into the game of doing that work. You can play the society game. You can play the Mercedes or whatever fucking game you want to play. You can play that game. That's fine. But do not fool yourself into thinking that that game will solve the problem that you are for yourself. Because it won't. All right, we're going to take a break right now. Um, after the break, we're going to come back with our question from the nation. Don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to this podcast. So rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. This is important because it really helps the podcast and our ratings and helps us to, you know, win the little algorithm battle that's going on out there. Um, so rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. And then don't forget, your Unfuck Nation gear is still available at the Unfuck store. So um, jump in there. Those t-shirts have been going like crazy. So I know they're very, very popular. Make sure you're getting yours. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Hang right in there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, all right. Welcome back. I'm going to do something similar this week that, uh, that I did last week because... One of the things that I notice is that I get um, certain emails from people that have a kind of similar flavor to other ones. So I think last week we talked about um, when people are overwhelmed, how do you pick an area of life to get to work on? And But this is another one. This is another kind of certain flavor that you get from people. And so I wanted to unpack it. I think I got two emails this week about this subject matter. Um, and I've had them consistently in other weeks. People talk about procrastination, laziness, a lack of motivation, and on and on and on. You get the picture. Things you know you should do, and you're not doing them. And you're kind of putting it off. Now, I'm, I'm going to take a different cut 
at this from most people because most people in my genre will just talk about getting motivated, getting inspired, da 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 da, right? Which is fine. Um, it's all very temporary. Maybe it's not supposed to be permanent, but anyway, what I the tack that I like to take with this is very much in line with what I wrote about. And stop doing that shit. When when you procrastinate, when you put off, when you don't do, you get to perpetuate something. What do I get to perpetuate? You get to perpetuate the way you are. You don't have to step outside of that. You get to just keep being this kind of comfortable you this you that everybody knows you as but more importantly you get to perpetuate you the way you know yourself so you can let yourself off the hook for anything greater let yourself off the hook for the threat of something greater what do I mean by that well, let's just say for a moment here in any given week, let's just pick next week, for example. And by the way, some of you can take this on. And I promise you it'll be brilliant. It'll be mind-blowing. Next week, for one week, do everything you fucking know to do when you're supposed to do it. That is when you know you're supposed to do it. Just go ahead and do that. And I really mean it. Just go ahead and do it. Starting on fucking Monday, right, at 7 a.m. for an entire seven days, you should do everything you know to do when you're supposed to do it. And when you go to do things, when you actually go to take that action, notice the resistance. Notice what you're saying to yourself. Notice the internal pushback. What is it saying? It'll be stuff like, it's not important. I can do it later. I'm ahead on this anyway. And that, 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 that. you'll notice how overwhelming the internal mechanism is for you to continue to be the you that you're used to being. You'll notice that internally, there are definitely times in your life when, and they could be frequent, when any sense of a greater self, you're not interested in it. You'll say you're interested in it, but you're not. And that's really what I want you to understand. Your, your, your laziness, your procrastination, your whatever you want to call it, it's, it's your path of least resistance. So then what's the, what's the fucking thing to do here, Mr. Scottish person? Well, I'll tell you. Either stop bullshitting yourself that you're, you know, going to get your shit together, quote unquote. Stop saying that. Because there's no, there's no traction in it. It's not true. It's not authentic. It's just something you say. Or challenge yourself. Challenge yourself in those moments. And it's a challenge, right? It's part of what we talked about in the first part of the show, you know, the, co the internal conflict. 
the drive for you to continue to function the way you've been function, functioning is a powerful one. It's a powerful drive. So fucking what? All you need is a handful of victories in any one day to live a different life, to take yourself in a different direction. And, and I'm telling you, everybody wants the, the easiest route with that, right? Like, maybe I'm depressed. Maybe I need to get medication. Well, maybe you fucking do, right? Or maybe you don't. Maybe you're not there. Everybody's looking for the path of least resistance. So what I'd like you to understand here in terms of that is it is a challenge at times. But nobody's lazy. Not like, certainly not in the way we've talked about that subject matter in the past. Nobody's lazy. People are always interacting with life in a way that's 100% consistent with how the subject occurs to them. So people are always interacting with life in a way that's 100% consistent with how the subject occurs to you. So if you look at your actions, your actions are always perfectly correlated with the occurring. Right, so people will say, no, no, I, I procrastinate with things that are important. No, you procrastinate with things that you think you can. That somehow you'll pull yourself out of the fire at the end. You're interacting in a way that's consistent with that. I'll say it again. You're not interacting with life. You're interacting with life in a way that is 100% correlated to the way that the subject matter occurs to you. And if you set aside all the bullshit and all the story and all the agenda and all the la la la, you'll see the occurring. This must occur to you as unimportant. I've recently been coaching purely by the way for research purposes, right? I wanna kind of get inside this person's head. This really famous soccer player, you've heard me talk about it in the past. This really famous soccer player in the UK. And I've been coaching this person. And one of the things that I had to get this person to do was to call me the day after a game. And eventually I'm chasing the person. I'm like, hey, are we going to have this fucking call? And it's an integrity issue because we have an agreement. You call me, you generate that call. And as a coach, I want to see how this person interacts with that demand. And so it was really a challenge at the beginning. And eventually I said, this call's not important to you. And this person says, no, 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 this call's really important to me. I said, no, it's not. It can't be. There's no fucking way this, no, no, I keep forgetting. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. This call cannot be important to you. In fact, at some level, you think this call is negotiable. Not as important as the other calls that we have because that person is always on time for those calls and always generating those calls. 
those are the pre-game calls, but not the post-game calls. And I said, I need you to stop. I need you to think. I need you to look. What's the deal there? And they were like, yeah, actually, I do see it now. I think the first call is really important, and this one is less important. And I'm like, yeah. And your actions are perfectly correlated with that. Because your actions are always perfectly correlated to the way in which something occurs to you. So if there's anything in your life that you're procrastinating about, that you're lazy about, that you're whatever you want to call it, whichever phrase you want to use, your actions are correlated with how it occurs to you. So the first thing you have to do is distinguish and start to look at, well, how does this thing occur to me? Same thing you want to do they start to take responsibility for the impact that that occurring is having on your life because you're not really thinking things through. You don't have any real kind of sharpness to your thinking. You're just kind of going along in the wave of things. And then lastly, what occurring would appeal to you? What occurring would appeal to you in such a way that you would naturally be in a dance with whatever the task might be. And then, so with this person, this football player, one of the things they saw was when they didn't make the call, they would remind themselves that they hadn't made the call yet. They would feel guilty about it. And they would feel bad that they hadn't done it. But that, you know, we'd sort it out later. And so the new context was, I'm going to make this call because I'm not willing to live with guilt. Haven't missed a call yet. <laughs> I'm not willing to live with the guilt. That was all they needed. Maybe it's all you need to. All right, we're going to call it quits there for this week, you guys. Thank you for being a loyal listener. Don't forget, Write, review, and subscribe to the show, whatever you see the little subscription button, subscribe there and write and review because people really do want to hear what this show is about and they want to hear what you get out of it. They really do. So please review the show too. Thank you. Have a great one. I will see you on the flip side. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. 
Code PROGRAM.